Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. And during the few moments that we have left, we want to talk right down to earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand. <laughs> Championship with looks like the 24 7 title, just a really bad ripoff version. But that's not to say uh, what we're going to discuss. So let's see here. Chris uh, uh, Jericho's action with Le Champion battled Colt Cabana. I'm not going to use some of the terms he used. Nyla Rose. Oh, yes. 
she had the rebound against that terrible loss of Hikiru uh, Shida. So big swallow in AEW. Hangman Page and Kenny Omega versus Kip Sabian and Jimmy Havoc. Please tell me there's Luca Red Oops, come on. Okay, well, um, is the AEW Tag Team Championship match kicked off this week's show. Hangman Page and Kenny Omega defended against Kip Sabian and Jimmy Havoc. The challengers isolated Omega working from over FDR's decks. Cash Wheeler. Okay. Um, there was some interference from Penelope. Go figure. Um, let's see here. Hot and Omega putting into the challengers dominance. The former IWGP. Uh, da-da. The former IWGP showed off his speed, downing both Sabian and Havoc. So that means Omega. Can't just get to the fucking point. Okay. Page and Omega beated Havoc, so the match got an A because it says they just they delivered the last call. So basically Omega and Hangman Page won with some very odd pairing, but you know what? It's a good pairing. So they beat Havoc and Sabian and retained the titles. And the hell is the rest of the shit? This is why I don't like certain people. Okay. Forbes, please tell me you have something. Oh, okay, cool. No, 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 that's my one of my assistant's nicknames. I do have an assistant. He's on the line, genius. I, I uh, hooked up with him on Instagram, and he has been relaying me results, uh, tidbits of what the fans are thinking. By the way, uh, we're going to take a break just for a moment. If you would like to message moi or Lady Lynn, you can go to... Instagram and find me on wrestle underscore radio also forward slash or no wrestle radio forward slash wrestle radio network forward slash facebook dot com train 5000 that is my Brian Rails handle on Twitter so let's see featuring a main event I saw Cody retain the team team championship against Jungle Boy in a bloody match this this proves my fucking point about AEW. Every match has to include color, even though it really didn't have to because the build-up was Jungle Boy won a battle royal last week. And now, because AEW has to get fucking color in every single match because that's what their their moniker is, their, their calling card. I don't have a problem with blood, but Jesus Christ, man. You need to find something non-bloody fucking match, so... Oh, jeez. Okay. Even Forbes don't have it. They just... Thank God. So started off the night with Hangman Page and Kenny Omega... The hell am I reading? A sit-down interview. <laughs> Please tell me. Please tell me these are the correct results. Was come on. Okay, cool. So Jericho, wait. Chris Jericho versus Cole Cabana, Nyla Rose versus Big Swole, and Brian Cage will also be in action. Taz in his corner. Um. Okay. 
I already read those results, but thank you. Bell sounds an omega. <laughs> okay, now, now this is a better description on eWrestling.com. So I've got to exit out of this ad here. Okay. Tully Blanchard finds missing piece for Sean Spears. Okay, what exactly would this missing piece be? Tully Blanchard scolding Sean Spears for needing to find out where he's going to be. All right, Brian Cage versus Sean Dean. Never heard of this guy. Maybe I should familiarize, but I said I flipped back and forth and saw some of this. Okay, highlights are shown of Mike Tyson and Jericho. You hear Chaz's voice as Cage makes his ring entrance to fire fire on exploding on the stage. Okay, so we have the Brock Lesnar, folks, and we have a cheap ripoff of Paul Heyman. No, Taz is pretty good. Taz is pretty good. So, okay, I knew Brian Cage was going to win. Taz addresses Moxley, and AEW champ shows up. Go figure. Okay, so Moxley ran in... Can't go figure <laughs> during the promo. Taz takes his glasses off and stares into the camera before telling Moxley that at Fighter Fest, Cage is going to kick the shit out of him. Okay, so then Moxley's music hits. Okay. He says, Why are you treating this like it's a game? He says, At Fighter Fest, when they step in the ring together with his AEW title line, it'll be anything but a game. I have fucking sneaky suspicion it may be a teaser where he. They lose by disqualification, or is there any disqualification in AEW? Just curious. The murder hog monster speaks. Okay. Jake the Snake apologizes for Archer's intense reaction to the question from the AEW interview. Oh, whatever. Private Party and Matt Hardy. Matt and Sammy Guevara are cool. Our private party are shown at the bar and the restaurant when Matt Hardy looks up. They mark out a bit, and Hardy puts over the AEW duo. He tells them that he... <laughs> okay, Colt Cabana versus Chris Jericho. Colt Boom Boom Cabana makes his way down the ring. Okay. I don't care about the entrance, my friend. Okay, the bell sounds now Jericho and Cabana are off and running with Boom Boom, taking it to a champion. Okay, let me skip past all this shit. Chris Jericho, I figured. Okay, but champion addresses Iron Mike Orange Cassidy Rise instead. This would be funny. Um, okay. Big Swole versus Nyla Rose. I just I sorry, this women's division I don't really particularly care for, and I'll tell you why later on. Uh Kirishita is watching from ringside Big Soul's first match back in over two months She was unfortunate task of facing all the determined former champion The Bell Sounds Okay Nyla Rose won this match Because she She countered with a spine buster Big Soul and Dr. Britt Baker have issues Yes we know that Okay Tony Schiavone earlier today with Darby Allen. So another uh, vignette Tony Schiavone sits down with FTR uh, <laughs> for the revolution, uh, I don't know if FTR stands for that, but uh, oh yeah, so I want to go real quick. 
Fuck the revival, and I'm sure they don't care. I mean, that's that's, that's the initials FTR for until they mention for the revolution. What revolution? Oh, because they're former WWE talent, or because they're trying to lead the pack of tag teams? No, I think it's because they're former WWE talent. For the revolution, we're saturating AEW's roster yet again. I'm not sorry. For instance, they claim Lucha Brothers will be taught the real tag team wrestling. Okay, no, I'm not leading. The announced team run down next week's action. Okay, Alex Marvis talks to Colt Cabana. Jungle Boy versus the American Dream. Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes ends up being victorious. Holy fuck, this description's a bit lengthy. And still TNT champion. Okay. That was AEW. Now on to, uh, well, bigger fish that could fry if Bobby Fish could fry fish. NXT. See. Matt Riddle's no longer a part of NXT's roster. He's with SmackDown Live, my friends. No, I mean, look. That's cute. They titled it TakeOver Go Home. Thanks, Forbes. Thanks a lot, dude. Um, okay, so Drake Maverick would challenge Aldea Fantasmo for a spot on the WWE roster on NXT, and also he would become the Cruiserweight Champion if he was to be Fantasma, which you'll find out later on. During my review, fairly quickly. So, basically, it was a take home. So, you had Kenneth LeRae versus Mia Yim. Keith Lee came out because Johnny Gargano kept running interference, but Mia Yim gets rolled up by Candice onto the six woman tag match at In Your House. This is pretty cool. LeRae pays for her against blah, blah, blah. Gargano has to take the keys out of his pocket. Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae versus me and Yim and Keith Lee. Well, they ended up winning anyways because, I mean, Johnny Gargano pulls a key out of his pocket and stabs Keith Lee in the eye with it. So, I believe Johnny Gargano and Candice won that one. Yep. Well, they're doing the descriptions of uh, the promo for Rhea Ripley, Charlotte Flair, and Io Shirai, the genius of the sky. I just wanted to... It was so surreal, and it lets you all into a little bit of what they they train under. So Natty spoke, you know, Beth Phoenix spoke about Io Shirai, how interesting she is. Rhea Ripley showed her morning workout. So <clears throat> Tony Nese was Isaiah Swear Scott. Isaiah Swear Scott won. And let's see here. Undisputed Era versus Oni Lorcan, Danny Birch, and Brizongo. Brizongo had a badass entrance. Of them, you know, actually getting hooked up, and it was in accordance to their entrance, man. It was pretty badass. Uh, Brizongo, it went very back and forth, but Brizongo picked up an upset because I don't even think they were favored for that. Aaliyah versus Santana Garrett. I knew Santana Garrett would get at least one victory in her career, and she does kind of look like Wonder Woman, just a smidgen. Anyways, anyways. Uh, Leo, I guess, was trying to impress Robert Stone. Robert Stone really wasn't having any of it, so and you have Cameron Grimes versus Bronson Reed. Cameron ended up winning, you know, down to the K-Mine chapter, whatever, so Leo Del Fantasma versus Drake Maverick. You want to talk about an emotional match? 
Uh, even though it's a cruiserweight championship match, El Hijo de El Hijo del Fantasma and Maverick gave it all, and Maverick would have won and gotten the championship had not been for those two matches. And a great story. Uh, at the end, you see Triple H handing Drake a clipboard so he can sign it. Say, hey, you know, welcome to the family. And Maverick's face went from extremely sad to extremely happy. So that's that. Overall, yes, NXT did kind of lag a little bit for a take-home show. Just a smidge. I find it funny. The people who were dogging on professional wrestling now got their kids into watching it, and now are messaging us, Wrestle Radio Network, and Off the Rails Uncensored on Instagram. Sorry, I'm I'm yawning. There's a lot of stuff going on to the end of this whole thing, and one of it, one of those factors is well, when you work about almost nine hours every day. You're partially tired, but then you're also tired of people. People who like to um, crap all over the sport of professional wrestling and also crap on people's livelihoods. So, to those of you who have been enjoying the lovely news instead of breakthroughs, we're hearing and seeing everyone breaking and looting and rioting and thieving. Well, thieving has been going on for a long time. So, anyways, I believe this is the point in the show where if you have small children under the age of 18, you might want to tune my show out because they're expletive languages. Expletive language. Expletive language is about to be on the airwaves. Off the rails uncensored is a copyrighted podcast. Any further use of dissemination, replication thereof, will be prosecuted to the full extent of the law. It's called courthouses where you get sued, and I collect. That'll happen if you try to duplicate or use likeness thereof off the rails, uncensored. All right. So, I can't guarantee that you won't be offended by my show, but I can fuck to you. If your child repeats this in the near future, if we if we ever get schools to go back in session, they're in big trouble. All right, monkeys in the truck. Let's get ready to party. Because, you know, buckle up. Uh, you might need to keep all hands and feet inside the ride at all times. I'm not going to hold back, folks. I am not going to hold back, all right? <clears throat> Hit the music. Look in my eyes, what do you see? The cost of Some saving graces in this world, despite people believing that, you know, professional wrestling isn't a distraction. That's why I'm 
So arts and crafts are all right, cool. So what about football? What about basketball? What about gee, I don't know. Professional wrestling. And professional wrestling we trust, and here's why. Even if it's a shitty show, it's still a show that provides a lot of great things for fans, like entertainment, an escape from reality. Not only an escape from reality, but something to make you wonder, okay, why are we watching this in the first place? What makes this so cool? Well, tonight the NXT is any indication where you can hear a crowd now, you can see a crowd, even though it's got those huge, I don't know, plexiglass barriers. Still a good show. To me, professional wrestling, as a child and as a you know, as a teenager and now as an adult, it makes me smile. And do you know why it makes me smile? Because through all the pandemic, I'm just answering questions. So, sorry for the momentary pause, but you know why it makes me smile? Let's pick up after that, right? You see on the timeline all the indie wrestlers getting ready for their shows. I see on my timeline, you know, a gentleman relaying, you know, when he started his career in WWE and how thankful he was. After all the shit we're going through right now, I believe in my heart of all hearts that professional wrestling has provided a service, if you will. And they've served well because, look, merchandise, not just merchandise, but the guys and gals providing the entertainment, like, okay, Drake Maverick, who took us all on a ride, was this plan, you know, for Triple H to come out and say, you earned a contract. No. Sure, people are like, well, you sure it's not just to work because you knew he was going to get a job the whole time. Uh, no. We all did not know that Drake Maverick was going to get hired on as full-time in NXT. But sometimes, you know, those are, those are pleasant surprises in WWE or AEW, even though AEW is not, you know, my cup of tea specifically. So, I'm going to point this out. There are some things in life that make that make up for the bullshit that's going on around us. You know, currently the death of Gregory Floyd and the murder that was caught on a cell phone camera that sparked 
outrage across this nation. It's a nice distraction from that bullshit. Because some of us are like, man, I can't think about wrestling. I don't want to think about wrestling. I got news flashes for y'all. Wrestling provides a nice little distraction. All of us who know what's going on or aware of what's going on. It's nice to know that there's unity in the world of professional wrestling. And for those of you sending me questions, why didn't you change your profile picture? Why didn't you, you know, be doing something about the whole Greg Floyd thing? But I understand. I'm well aware. And uh, as Janet Jackson would say, into a world sick with racism, get well soon. I told you I would mix a little bit of wrestling and a little bit of, um, you know, political bullshit because I'm not going to get into, well, you know that he said this and this is going on. I understand. Okay. Trust me, I do. I understand 100%. What went on with the whole situation with Gregory Floyd was completely wrong. But I just want to touch base with you all. That looting and rioting, there's going to be divided opinions about this. When you destroy someone's business, is that correct? When you murder someone, is that correct? Is that a standard that you want to live up to? Like, I can murder someone and get away with it. Fuck no, it's not right. And the justice system has not been on point for a very long time. It doesn't matter where you are in this world. It doesn't matter if you're black, white, Asian, South African, whatever ethnicity you are. If you murder someone, yes, that would be in jail. And aside from that, let me flip back to a little bit of professional wrestling for you. Professional wrestling is a nice distraction from all of that because nothing on my fucking newsfeed screamed, gee, I would like to discuss this with you and hear your one-sided viewpoint. I would much rather mash my head onto a brick wall then listen to the people that would say, you know, this is how 
it all lays out. This is how this pans out. This is how this is going to pan out. Some of you get it. Some of you understand what peaceful protest means. Some of you thought it'd be a great idea to throw shit at the cops or try and run them over with your vehicles. Okay, two wrongs don't make right. And then you say, well, all, you know, Black Lives Matter. At the, the person from the organization got up on the podium and said, yes, you're right, all lives matter. I would love to hear people from the future, you know, that are going to, you know, look back on this and start to say, did we make a change? How are you going to make a change? Get your asses out and vote. When it comes to election, you want people out, you vote them out. You don't complain on because if you're complaining on Facebook, you're complaining on Twitter. Are you really doing yourselves a favor? Normally, I like to rant about professional wrestling, but I just got to get this off my chest. The last week and a half, almost two, we have. There's no denying of what we have heard and what has gone on. So allow me to point this out. People can point the finger and have blame and anger and frustration, which is totally understandable. I'm not saying you can't feel a certain way, but really, y'all want to loot and riot. And guess what? With greater problems, you know, surrounding here now because of this, you know who... The president has said that if so, we will enforce martial law and use the military to police everything that's going on. So my thing is, if we truly want to move forward, you got to take one small step at a time, no matter how small it is, because we need businesses. To provide a service for you all who have been looting and rioting. I got, you know, this is just, it's heartbreaking on both ends because one, a man died. He had a knee on the back of his fucking neck. He was screaming out, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. We've hit the snooze button on certain situations like this. I don't believe in people's, you know, one-sided beliefs. I listen to people's opinions, and I take what I, you know, I make what I will with it. I make my own assessment. I don't follow trends for y'all who we're just doing it for attention on Facebook, saying, I support the cause. Fuck all of you. Here's why. I'm not saying all of you did it for attention, but it seems like some of you did. 
Black Lives Matter, All Lives Matter, you know, any life matters. Why just focus on one race? Because throughout history, in particular, you'll hear the saying, we feel oppressed. We feel denied our rights. You know, when we get pulled over, not just black, but colored in general, when we get pulled over for a simple speeding ticket, it feels like, you know, there's a lot of angst and there's a lot of frustration. Not just by the police officer, the anxiety comes from both sides. We don't know if we're going to get pinned to the ground or if we're just going to get a, you know, you were speeding, let me pull you out of your fucking car, whatever. No, they're not, they don't say it like that. But aside from the negativity, There are some positives. Positive meaning they... Positive is they charged gentleman Derek Chauvin with second degree murder. They sentenced the other three, not yet. But they were witnesses and they didn't do anything to stop this murder. They didn't prevent the bullshit from happening. So there's a lot of factors in this, guys, that I'm not going to get into. But I just want to point out a few things. You know, in wrestling, we trust because. I don't really feel I don't really feel like talking about politics all that much. But I will touch on this. There's a lot of angst and anxiety among both sides. There's a lot of unsurety. There's a lot of uh, what's going to happen next? How are you going to treat us in the future? Where how are we going to all move on as a people? To touch back on base with the subject Wrestling provides a nice distraction Because with wrestling You don't get this much bullshit You just get I hate this guy I like this guy I like this gal I hate this gal It's simple for some folks People don't over fucking analyze this shit So Let's just end this with chaos is always going to ensue when it comes to historical events like Gregory Floyd's death, the global pandemic, which has killed over 100,000 Americans. Will we ever be the same? That's a good question. One that I would like to know for sure, right?
I'm going to wrap it up with this. And, you know, I don't like to quote from my own stuff, but I am going to give you a little quote here in the show. And I normally don't do this, but I think most of us, when we look back over our lives, see perhaps moments when everything was dangerous and precarious. We're making all these mistakes, and yet somehow we make it through. It's making it through that interests me, to go through the valley of trouble and come out on the other side. That's what we have to do. I'm jury. So, if you didn't like what good old Brian Rails had to say in this mixed-up jumbled old world of a professional wrestling podcast, sorry, had to take a break from discussing what goes on in the ring, outside the ring. I've got a lot more controversial shit to discuss, and I'll discuss that with you tomorrow because i got to make up for lost time, all right? So, <laughs> toodles, bitches. I got to go. And if you didn't like what good old Brian Reynolds had to say, then I got three choice words for you. Forget about it. <laughs> toodles, bitches. I got to sleep. I'll catch you all tomorrow. Talk to you later. Good night. For real, though. show this early. I still got a lot more jumbled ramblings to go through because here's the deal. <clears throat> well, I just ended it with a quote. And uh, <laughs> I normally don't end my shows with the sappiness and political bullshit. I don't even discuss politics on my show, but I figured, like I said, it would be a nice little shake-up for my show. I've had a lot of shake-ups and turns and twists. Folks, go in depth, shall we, about what's going on in the world of professional wrestling and also the world. I tried to end it, but I'm like, no, I can't. I just can't because I didn't get out my full thoughts. I didn't get out what I needed to get out. Normally, the outro is it. But tonight we're doing something a little different on Off the Rails Uncensored, folks. I have a lot to discuss with you all. That being said, in the world of professional wrestling, we had an individual who made homophobic comments in 2013. So, in doing so, person made controversial comments. His name was I'm kind of guess it, Clutch Adams. So he had a dark match uh, with Sean Spears. And um, there were tweets found I'm going to read some of them to you. Like I said, I don't 
know this person personally. I just read that um, this person happened to come from the world-famous Monster Factory. It does not reflect on any of the people going to Monster Factory currently or the owner and head trainer, Danny Cage, who did address it briefly and didn't do... It says, Clutch Adams issues an apology over racist tweets when his match was pulled from AEW. So, it says in quote, I am sitting here at my computer staring and trying to come up with the words that best describe how devastated and horrible I am feeling right now. The best that I can come up with is that I am truly sorry. I'm sorrier than I have ever been about anything in my life. When I wrote these original tweets seven years ago, I was a 19-year-old kid. I was trash-talking friends about a football game on Twitter. At that point in time, I was ignorant to the pain that those words would cause people. And, you know, in 2013, it was meant to be a locker room trash talk that I felt was okay to use in that context. Now, I know differently. I was not a hateful person back then, as I am a hateful person today. I was stupid and ignorant, plain and simple, no excuses. So... What he wrote from something like he's a homophobe, blah, blah, blah. Okay, the N-word was dropped. <laughs> Pussy, oh, cocksucker. I'll just leave it at, you know, this guy made a mistake. Uh, it's not as bad as murdering someone with his knee to the neck, but at the same time, controversy in wrestling, controversy in the real world, it's controversy, period. And what do we all know what controversy creates cash? Well, sometimes it's a good thing to have someone controversial on your roster, and sometimes it's not so good. I can't, like I said, I can't speak on this person so much to the point where, because that makes me look bad, because if I'm bashing someone that's already been taken out of the picture, that's not working anymore, that makes me look like a bad podcast host. However, I am going to tell you this. Um, I would be embarrassed because, you know why, this person went to a really good a wrestling school. It's well-known. And like I said, it doesn't reflect on anyone who goes to the school. Is it, it doesn't paintbrush them in any kind of way. But in the article did state he did come from Monster Factory. And uh, like I said, I cannot express how good of a school that is, how when it opens back up and people start going there again, it's still going to be jam-packed. You know why? Because that school really teaches you uh, a good value. And values, I should say, not values. Values. And... For me, I feel like sometimes, you know, people slip up and it it hurts in the worst way because I made mistakes verbally in this business. And in some ways, since like I don't regret some of what I said, but here's the thing. In professional wrestling, they they put you under a microscope? I don't think so. Um, 
I believe that in, in a personal kind of way, if you do something and you don't think it's going to come back to haunt you, yeah, it kind of, that kind of, do, it does hurt you. And it hurts not only you, it hurts the people that love you, support you, want to be there for you. There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of shit. There's a lot of shit that's going on that, you know, some people are like, well, this is too overwhelming. No, what the person did and said was wrong. Did it end up hurting his career? Yes, because saying I was a kid, you know, and he manned up, but at the same time, it's like, Jesus, okay, the words that were said and used, I think if we were in the heat of the moment, because I'm a Raiders fan, and there are other fans in the NFL, yes. I think what I would, you know, if that were, I always think, okay, if that were me, what would I have said? Or if that, you know, if this were me in this situation, would I have even said it? Would I have even tweeted on Twitter? Again, like I said, I don't know the person. I've been to Monster Factory twice, but I don't really know that person. He had a, you know, he had a dark match that was pulled, and he was fired. They found his tweet. Makes you wonder. What, you know, the intentions were, then it's just like, well, you know, I'm talking about a promoter, dude, uh, is kind of sacrilege in professional wrestling. I can't, like I said, I can't really speak. I've said it before, you know, against a company that I really wasn't fond of. Mine, on the other hand, speak on it was quite different because, like I said, it's never right to, okay, let me just end it like this. It's never right to speak about a promoter that's giving you an opportunity. Like, okay, like beyond wrestling, like we wouldn't have me wrestle because they're buddies with so-and-so. Like, even if you're not meaning it in a context that it's meant to be in, still not, it's still not advice to do that. So, yeah, it's a bit of what I was going to discuss that I just remembered. And also, I didn't want to end the show with complete ramblings and rants. So, there's that. Clutch Adams got fired from AEW. Uh, it's unfortunate that, you know, they mentioned the fact that he went to, you know, a really good school. No, it's it's just a mistake. I don't. Like I said, I'm not going to assess it too much longer simply because I don't think it's my place to, so I'm going to leave it as people make mistakes. Unfortunately, if you make a mistake in professional wrestling or anything, really, they're really putting pressure on people to uphold a good image, and sometimes there's a lot of fucking pressure. There's a lot of fucking pressure. So, 
There's that. Now, back on to the whole race, you know, debate type shit. You want to know what irritates me, folks? Is people always believe that their opinion holds precedent over the other people's opinion. Some people are aware of this shit. We just choose humor. And we choose to discuss it if it's asked. So, in other words, there was a lot of tension because this police officer in Minnesota, Derek Chauvin in Minneapolis, decided to put his knee in the neck of an already uh, a defendant who was already down on the ground. And here is what I got to say. Because I'm messaging someone through Instagram. Please understand my stance on this whole situation. I do not care is not the case. I do not care for fuckers who sit up there and loot businesses for what purpose? You throwing shit at police. Really, so that's not going to solve anything because now they have probable cause to use force. They say looting and rioting never does anything. I don't know about that because it got the attention of, well, in Jim Cornette's words, Orange Cheeto. Uh, A lot of people who watch professional wrestling, some of you do support, some of you do not support. Some of the military is going to be utilized to tone down the protests. Because some of it has gotten out of control. In New York, someone tried to seriously run away from police. I don't know if he was on foot, but it was kind of funny. But New York, really? Why would you? I mean, I'm from here. So the question is, why would you flee? That makes it worse. Some say we complied, but it still makes it worse. When it comes to these type of debates, I have two words for all of you. Fuck you. I don't want to discuss this nonsense of, uh, well, you should be on this side. You should say, these lives matter. Life is valuable. Bring back George. You can't bring back George Floyd. But what we can do, little by little, is try to piece together the broken pieces. In other words, I'm all for protests that are peaceful, not ones that are throwing rocks at glass and burning buildings and looting Target and looting 
any store that y'all can get your hands on. Like, no, that's not going to solve the problem. Also, the ones trying to get attention, please stop. The insincerity is really bad. When people genuinely protest about something, you can tell who the real ones are, who the who the fake ones are. No, you won't catch me protesting, but you will hear me saying out loud on a podcast that wow, it took almost a whole week and a half to convict the other the other three officers in question that were alongside Derek Chauvin, who had eighteen fucking priors. To this incident, it took, you know, they need to make stricter rules on transfers for any job. But at the same time, this is a service that is to uphold the law and protect and serve the people of this nation. Your question to me is, have I ever been arrested? Um, Yes. Yes, I have. And uh, let me tell you something. I've been arrested and been released because I was falsely accused of a crime that I didn't commit. You're asking what it was? Okay, I was profiled. I was pulled over for what I thought was speeding, even though, you know... I get nervous with police anyways. When I reached to get my insurance, I was pulled out of my car, and I was slammed on the foot of my car. So you can fucking imagine the fear I have of police. I don't, I mean, like I said, there's good and bad, and I believe that in due time, I don't know if it's ever going to get better. I don't know if things are going to get fixed, but I do have, I do have recollections of uh, a few other times and then released for being falsely accused. Like I said, I'm not going to stay here and, and gripe and moan about my past priors, but when you have a man in Derek Chauvin who's had 18 priors to this incident, he should have never been hired on or assigned to any kind of police force because the man's psychotic. Put your knee in the back of someone's neck and then don't listen to the pleas of, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. What in the fuck did you think would happen? So, life for life works in certain ways. Burning stuff down does get attention, but in the wrong kind of way, in the wrong connotation. I always believe that Dr. King was probably one of the examples of peaceful protest or the ability to keep calm. In certain situations, and the racial tensions were high back then, man. And it it seems like we've repeated history, but in reverse. You can't make peace 
if you, all you want is violence and all you want is revenge, so a life for life. Four mm-hmm. dead in St. Louis, including a retired police officer who was trying to, uh, he was a security guard at a pawn shop trying to protect the business owners. So really, another innocent life gets lost. Also in Kentucky, a man who uh, was a barbecue chef and he owned his own uh, restaurant. I gotta say There's a lot of there's a lot of tension. Probably not going to be relieved for a minute. I mean, it's calmed down in some aspects, but it's also got more intense. You know, the governor of Atlanta calling people out. If you want change, fucking vote. Well, she didn't say it like that, but she said vote. Make a difference. You be the difference. Make the vote. So I'm gonna end this, folks, with. God loves everyone, and even if you don't believe in God, you're loved by something or some entity. Love, not hate. Remember that. You can't really... We can't end it like this. There's got to be a solution. It may not come right away, but there's got to be a solution to all this nonsense. Thank you for professional wrestling, for keeping all of us sane. Thank you for anyone, you know, pointing out shit that make things better. Thank you for those of us, or thank you for those of you listening to this show, Latvia, Indonesia, Spain, United States of America, Canada, Italy, Japan, Philippines. Love you all. So, yes. Tonight was a little bit awkward, but we made it work. So, if you didn't like what good old Brian Rails had to say, then for reals, I got three choice words for you. Forget about it. Because I got to go to bed, okay? Night. Be good.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.